Got it. Cool. Go. I love got this it. 21st century notifications. Leave meeting or got it. All right. Got it. <laughs> All right. Makes All it right. so simple. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So um, we usually wait a minute or so to let people join up. Um, but we'll get the formalities out of the way first, which is. Um, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, then keep listening and check out our other videos. If you like what you see, please give us a like and subscribe. We'll remind you again, don't worry, in a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we should get started and Today, Miss Mountain Gypsy, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about vampirism, and it is our season finale. Yes. yes. <laughs> and Jason has wonderfully um, offered up one of his friends who happens to yep. be a vamp. And so you want yes. to um, introduce him? Yep. So this is my friend, Matthew. We've known each other for about 15 years, and he is the only true vampire that I actually know of. <laughs> Excellent. Cause, cause, yeah, we met my... Go ahead, Jason. Because <laughs> uh, um, yeah, a, a lot of people, when they think of vampire, they think of just the mythos and the, the yeah. uh, role-playing and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to introduce it's yourself largely... to me? Sure. Um, my name is Matthew Leon. I'm a true vampire. I've been studying for about 15 years now. My nice. mentor was Jason's best friend. And that's how Jason and I met. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. So um, how did you how did you determine that um, that you had this in you? Um, actually, uh, it did come to me at an early age. I just didn't notice. And I had, um, I, 
ignored it for what 25 years until i met wow. met my mentor and after she left jason helped me a little and i started yeah really getting into it are um, you are you sang sanguine or um energy what what do you what are your what is your preference sanguine oh okay yeah okay I, very nice sorry go ahead yeah um oh, oh no yeah the, i always get the jokes like uh, um you're not glittery like a twilight vampire or something like oh that oh my god or, you know <laughs> so it's kind of hard to be glittery people, you know? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Have they not seen other vampire movies? Gee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they always have to refer to that one. I don't know why. <laughs> Haven't you been asked before too? Like, oh, like, like you find the sunlight comfortable? <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, you're standing out in the sunlight. What's wrong with you? Um, and that's the difference between like folklore and stuff like that or uh -huh. i guess bram stroker's uh dracula vampires can come out in the sun it it takes our energy but not that much you know i uh -huh. i work outside for a living so and once i really started getting into vampirism i started noticing that once i got awakened um that's awesome. It's hard to get used to, but you have to control it. And that's the thing about vampirism. Control is key because everything, all your emotions are amplified. So if you have a short fuse, if you're a vampire, it's even shorter. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I've, I've noticed that too. It's like, so, uh, what would you say are, are the, um, the 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 biggest misconceptions i mean obviously the sun is one of them but um what are other ones that that you're right. usually confronted with garlic um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i love garlic i love it yeah um, i think that 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 actually comes from doesn't that come from like Chinese medicine where, where like it's like a natural like mosquito repellent and that's how like it kind of got tied into mm -hmm. the myth of like oh it'll or like like it makes blood taste funny and that's how, how it kind of got into the uh as oh, a vampire yeah. repellent yeah as a vampire yeah. repellent uh, it's just uh Oh well, <laughs> gives you bad breath. That's all it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Smell funny, <clears throat> but now it smells about, good when you're cooking. Now, how about like yeah, right? the, the Catholic or church stuff? Because I know a lot of people put up crosses and stuff for vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um... I actually went to Catholic schools and Christian schools and Baptist schools when I was young. So um, I had no problems with it. Um, the only problems I did have were the teachers always judging me and, you know, just not teaching. 
and they try to push the religion on me. And that's how I started getting into spiritualism is um, I started doing my own research on different gods, different cultures and stuff like that. So, well, well, (laughs) well, because just like witchcraft, like vampirism isn't religious. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a way of life. Uh And our magic runs through our blood. To us, yeah. blood is life. Yes. And uh, it's not like in the movies or anything, we get this huge bloodlust and we have to have a lot of blood. A drop of blood will do good for us for a month and we'll feel good. Uh, we won't die if we don't drink blood. Right. We'll just feel sick. Um more prone to getting the flu or something like that, you know. And our strength, uh, um, we get weak. Because I uh, forgot what's that... that. Go ahead. It, it's that like life force energy, too, that, that you work with. Yeah. So, Which what is about. Cool. What about um, those people that that um, do claim that the, they are vampires? Um, uh, and I'm not judging and saying that they are or they aren't, but they do choose to consume large amounts of blood. What are your thoughts on that? And I ask that very specifically because I'm not just a practicing witch. I'm also a nurse, so I can't always help but you know think of the the other implications as well. Right. Like hepatitis. Well, kind of, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. For me, um, well, honestly, to answer your question, um, I think it's going a little too overboard. Kind of like um, uh, fad folky, you know, just getting into the whole vampirism or. Hmm. I want to be a vampire thing. So I'm going to. Jason, did you teach him that word? I did. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yep. So, so. so, um, Go ahead. Oh, um, so yeah, with the blood, I do think people go overboard with it when they drink. And that's another thing. I mean, Blood tastes good to us. It's like candy to us. Yeah. So, so when we take it, we get this burst of energy, kind of like a drug, you know. So you have to control it, control the blood bust. An old friend of mine, he was a vampire. I didn't know about it, but um, yeah, until later on. Um, like I was saying earlier, it's hard to control your emotions or your bloodlust. With him, um, he accidentally shot a friend in the head with uh, his AK-47. Oh, wow. And uh, he went to jail and he started getting into serial killers to where he was writing the Green River Killer and praising him. Once he got out, um every time he would get mad when we would hang uh, hang out he would excuse me he would leave all of a sudden 
and not come back for for three hours and then he'll be happy uh a couple of friends of mine we were talking and we were like oh well i hope he didn't beat somebody up or kill somebody because it happens and some hardcore or um yeah practitioners of vampirism they could get that bloodlust lose their mind and they'll go on the dark web and they'll be assassins for blood not money interesting so but... yeah <laughs> oh so, oh, so uh, what, what is vampirism like like in your definition like i'm sorry like, i uh, didn't hear that uh uh what is uh your your definition of a vampire like uh my like, definition like, yeah um i would have to say controlling i i'm masters of energy and control because that's what we what we are we use our energy and we have to control constantly yeah that that Not sounds very similar no, Jeffy, that sounds really similar to to how Kate describes it too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like I like how like the, the good definition because you do have to control and be able to stabilize that control to a, especially mm -hmm. in society these days. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like um, there's just so many things that you guys are able to control that others that are not in that system can't. Right, exactly. And then having it amplified like that makes it even harder. I mean, throughout yeah. my whole life, I would, every time I'd be bullied, I would fight with the bully, you know? I would lose my temper a lot. And it was so hard for me to control my temper. I did martial arts, I played football, and that would help a little bit. But then when I didn't have it, I would feel this like negative energy around me if somebody did something wrong or did something stupid or something like that, you know? Right. So yeah, it was very, very hard to control at first. So and, but you, like anything. Like anything. Like what? anything, you know, you have to you have to know yourself before you get to know others. And so I tried teaching that to one of my students because she wasn't really getting how, how to control herself. So I would um, constantly tell her, um, just like you need to love yourself to love others, you need, to, you need to know yourself to know others or to know what you're doing. So what are your Especially thoughts? What are your thoughts on 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 those uh, on uh, energy vampires? Energy vampires. Um, mm -hmm. I believe they're 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 not well educated, or they don't try to control what they can do, and mm -hmm. it is very hard. Um, I do, used to do, do you... that too. 
do you do you think that um those who believe that they are energy vampires are really that they're all sanguine or is it or do you really think that there is that that different set of urges um yeah like the the dracules um they can't control their bloodlust like mm -hmm. a sanguine uh okay. it's more out of control and they get addicted to to the bloodlust right like but, i was but, saying but, they could turn into serial killers but 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 like there there are some who don't really uh consume uh get blood blood through energy like they're just uh, there and they just kind of suck up the energy from from people around them mm -hmm. like uh yeah um uh there's one energy vampire who or at least like she claimed to be an energy vampire um she was like yeah people are just always exhausted around me like like yeah. like every time people get get every time people get around me like they want to fall asleep and uh, she didn't really know like how to control that because uh, she she said that oh, like it just happens how like how, how some people are like energy sponges um they she was claiming yeah. that like an energy vampire is someone who who just like drains the the auric energy of those around them and they can't and they can't control it and for yeah. me yeah. personally i've always been a little iffy about whether or not that's necessarily a a vampire versus um you know an ability just an ability yeah like i, I don't know if it's necessary i'm just not too entirely convinced but then again i'm not part of the vampire culture but but I, me personally i'm just not entirely convinced though that that's a a full vampire that i'm wondering if at least some of them if they're confusing other types of abilities with that that could, um, that could that could be i think people just kind of have like a naturally like like auric stress around them or something because like i always feel tired around anthony and that's just because he never sits down <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. that's yeah. why my uncle is <laughs> yeah man i mean it's just yeah because I'm, I'm with bella like we've seen a lot of people claim to be energy vampires and stuff but like what i personally do know and stuff like i don't and i'm not in the vampire thing but like i personally do know that you know there's different ways and things so i'm not sure if energy vampire really is a thing or it's just an ability that they don't know how to control either not to mention that you don't have to be a quote-unquote energy vampire to take somebody's energy no exactly. you don't yeah. yeah, and so that's why I, I wonder if maybe there's a conf you know confusion as to what that is because it's a same kind yeah. of effect with blood, and so maybe at some point, right. um, you know, kind of got this crossover of I, I but I don't know. Again, you know, I'm not <laughs> claiming to know because I'm not of that of that culture, but um, that's just my outsider perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how would you I hear you. Um, go ahead. I was just, just going to say, um, how would you define like vampiric magic versus like witchcraft? Uh, very different, but similar. <laughs> I guess you could say. Huh? Like, uh, for example, like um, 
having to read somebody's mind or, or get into their head is a lot different than how a witch can do it, you know, or yeah. glamour somebody. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> what about this glamouring <laughs> thing? <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's real. It's, well, I'm still trying to master that. It, it's really, really hard. Uh, my mentor, she got she got that down packed. <laughs> yeah, like she she was really. I would see her go into the store and get a Mountain Dew and a packet of cigarettes for free. Oh shit! Or one cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like nothing. We would go to a a bar, and she would have people buy us drinks and all this. Yeah, and they would talk to her like they knew her, but they like, just yeah. met. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's a lot of energy manipulation. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like, I feel like it sounds like a lot of, she knew knows how to read their energies and use their energy to do that. But that's basically, mm-hmm. you know, what he, what he said kind of yeah. you know, earlier on, you know, that's a lot of, of when, when he was kind of defining it, you know, um, that's I think you could, yeah exactly yeah that's really cool though like that's more more cool. more natural masters of energy yeah because even because there are there are people who are are not um, of the vampire makeup that have kind of more natural abilities but generally speaking you know when you take witchcraft in particular um, and you're a lot of times it's learned you have to learn how to manipulate energy and and it certainly is something that can be learned but it seems more like um for for vampires it's a natural trait yeah like a supernatural trait like i think that's pretty cool because you know it took me forever to learn how to do the whole energy manipulation of anything so i think that's really cool so Um, let's see actually um when I used to play football, um, I was so good on defense because I would get into my opponent's head and I would do this in boxing too, where I would just tell them something and keep telling them something, talking shit pretty much and just keeping it up to where they, they would get so frustrated. They couldn't focus on what they were doing. Yeah. And I'm five, six and I played defensive line you know and these guys need to teach are my nephew that and all this. <laughs> well i need to tell my nephew that because my nephew's a linebacker he's 12 years old and he's like six feet freaking tall damn so i'm gonna wow. i'm gonna have him nice. talk to to matt over here <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh, but yeah I yeah i used to love it i used to love doing it um there was a player that came up to me after a game. He's like, man, you're so nice, but you're so mean on the field. (laughs) That's how I do it. So Charisma has a question. She wants to know, Charisma asked, how do you guys define sanguine? Define sanguine. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I guess I just use it. Um, I Wow. <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, 
I, I, for me, not to, you know, speak for you or anybody else, but I, I go by like the, I don't want to call it the scientific, but you know, the, the, the literal Logic. version of it. Yeah. yeah. Sanguine meaning blood. Right. Um, so like, I, I kind of go ahead, Jay. Uh, I was going to say, say like, um, I would d define as a sanguine as somebody who uh, uses the, the life force energy of blood connect that that blood connection connecting to the energies that are within that person's blood and the energies within your blood. And that's where like the blood consumption can kind of come come from as 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 well of uh, re replenishing that that life energy. You know, and which is uh, different, right. which is different from utilizing blood in, in in workings right because so you know i think we're you know like for instance when you talk about witchcraft um and other and other magics that that use blood you know I, we're not using it in the same sense per se that a vampire would use it we're we're right. we're, we're directing and using the life force and, and energy and sometimes the iron or you know other components of it um, right yeah right but not, exactly but it certainly doesn't provide us nourishment right right but, and like uh um i noticed with 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 matt he'll he'll do like blood sigils for 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 like certain workings like if he wanted to do, do like a, a protection working or, or a barrier then he would draw like a blood sigil on um an entryway and uh by by doing that like you were using that that energy to create that that barrier where it's like for for me if i were gonna use um if i if i was gonna do the same thing then it would be like i, I wouldn't utilize blood for for that like with with me personally in my I would use blood for something very specific. I just realized you guys yeah. might have seen a glimpse of what I was pouring. This is not blood. This is crystallite. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, I just realized that too. <laughs> I'm drinking her right juice. I guess it's the theme of the day. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so. See? See? It's the theme of the day. But... Mm -hmm. Now let's tell everybody you don't sleep in a coffin either. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with um, sleeping in a coffin. Well, no, because I did it at 15, but that's a different yeah, story. I, I had one too. Right. My dad I, built I, me a butt bed. It's rather comfortable. I, I always wanted one, but my mom was like, I'm not going to go into your room and see you laying in a coffin. <laughs> Why not? It was fun. My dad fought it, but Rude. he did it. But yes. Not all vampires. That reminds me of. Go ahead. Not all vampires sleep in coffins that I know of. The ones no, I know sleep like, in a normal bed. Yeah, goths sleep in coffins. Right. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beds are way more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that reminds me too, like, um, like in the movies. Uh, I don't know for any other vampire, but for me. You know how um, they say you have to welcome a vampire in your house for them to come in. Well, we could still walk in, but we won't feel welcome. Like that weird, I'm not supposed to be here feeling. Ah, see? That, that was but a good it's question. it's not that. that uh, yeah, yeah it's, that uh, makes sense. 
Okay, I was going to be and all. same thing with mirrors. Um, how they say a vampire can't see his reflection in the mirror. It's it's another way because we could shut off our emotions too. That's easy to do. What's hard is to turn your emotion back on. So mm -hmm. you could spend the whole two weeks with no emotions and do stuff that you don't normally do. And when you do come back, um, you think about what you did or whatever, you know, if it was negative or positive and having to look at yourself in the mirror is kind of hard. That's interesting. And I always kind of iterated that to like something similar of like a dark night of the soul type of thing. And see, to yeah. me, it seems like a very, a very internal processing kind of uh, path, should I say. Like, you have to internalize who you are and what you are. And you get to, mm -hmm. like, introspect all the time on yourself. Yeah. Um, you have to accept yourself, no matter what you did in your life, negative or positive. You have to accept it. I was telling Jason when my third eye opened, it was like super intense to where I, I was getting flashbacks from my past, good and bad. And this, were, this went on for like a day and a half, seeing all the stuff that I did, positive and negative throughout my life. And it just forced me to accept me for who I am, not for what I did. Oh, that that goes back into to what you were saying about knowing thyself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But I kind it, of base it, my vampirism. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of base my vampirism off of um, the Bushido code, the, the code of the samurai. Oh, Honor, respect, okay. control. And I was telling Jason too, it, it is kind of similar to vampire. And it's interesting the that way, you were drawn to martial arts because of that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So one it's of one of those. Favorite, uh, it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like you were talking about, where it's like you you've been that you just didn't realize, but you, and we we've talked about this too for our own journeys. It's like you know, you just you couldn't define it. You couldn't put it to words, but you've always known. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And those energy bursts when I was young, it used to be so bad because I could hear stuff from two blocks away if I really focused. And wow. when I was young, I would get these anxiety attacks to where my hearing was like super hearing. And my mother would try to calm me down and she would whisper to me. And I would tell her, shh, you're too loud. You're too loud. Shh. And it would freak me out so much. And I didn't realize that it was just me getting into my gift until I met Jason and my mentor. <laughs> and I started thinking about it. Like, wow. It's, it's so interesting to hear you say all of that because I'll tell you from my perspective, you're, you're, you, you're, you have a very calm demeanor now. Like you seem very 
grounded. Yes, very soothing, mm -hmm. calming energy there. Mm -hmm. Took me a long time to get this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I'm saying, and it and it, but it shows, you know, and yeah. it and it's it's very controlled. Yeah, you can totally yeah. feel it. Man, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, like you were saying earlier, like some of some vampires go erratic and that shit crazy and then those who actually are i feel those who are truly in it like for the way it's supposed to be are the ones who are soothing calming controlled and probably the most level-headed people out there oh yeah 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 there's um there's this uh one one vampire she owns uh, um the boutique de vampirica in the french quarter she is just like that very calming very yeah, very calming, very controlled, and like like t talking with her, it's like you just feel comfortable, <laughs> and and that's how Matt is too. <laughs> Whereas like 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 with me, like Matt, when he first met me, he couldn't stop shaking. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool though that you know, because like you know you could go either way, and for those who are wanting to master it, seem to have mastered it to where, you know shit happens you guys let it go and you work on it the others just go mm. that shit crazy <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I think like that's, said, that's it control is key yeah inner inner strength inner strength yes. so i think it it shows you know who has that inner strength so when we look right. at history and we so i think it's you know it's very well documented now um, where the, um, at least the folklore of vampires came from, um, you know, of the way that bodies decompose, um, and they would be like, dug up and it, you know, would be assumed that they were vampires and, you know, get all that. Like but, the tuberculosis um, outbreak? They thought no, it was caused by vampires. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that, but I'm talking about, you know, how they would, um, if they if they break their jaw, put a brick in their jaw yeah, yeah. But they they would dig up they would dig up people who were buried and um and they would find like they would be bloated blood would be coming out of their mouth so that's a natural process of decomposition but mm -hmm. but back then you know they were like oh my god you know they're getting up and they're drinking people's blood and they're full now and that's why they're vampires and so I get all of that on how how the the folklore started, but um, are there is there any literature any mention of people having these experiences, these vampiric experiences, true vampiric experiences and feelings in, in history? Like, are, is there any is there any documentation on that, or has anybody written about that, talked about that? Um, actually, vampires are very hush-hush with what they do. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like witches, you know, the code of silence and stuff like that. But um, Unless you're a fat folk. Yes. <laughs> then yeah. here's my pretty jar. Right. <laughs> here's my pretty jar. And I'm going to go and go in a magazine and spill a whole bunch of bullshit. Like yeah. Taylor Swift. And Vanessa Ugin. 
a friend of ours uh, sent me this. I think it was at TikTok or something. This this lady, she was talking about buying those uh, those uh, clip-on fangs while she got them stuck, and she was freaking out about it. Oh, guys, what do I do? Help me! Am I a oh my vampire? God. Oh my! Fuck. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. the first stage. Plastic sticks to your teeth. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. So, has popped in with a question. Ooh. So, Hestia wants to know, have you ever been hit with the whole question of, can you turn me into a vampire? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many times. It's like, oh. it's... <laughs> So yeah. it, it's something that you are born with, right? It is not something that you can just give away. Become. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, like I, I, I think it could be one of those those things where, like, um, it could be learned and developed, but it probably takes, like, years and years and years and probably, like, a whole, like, energy shift, and like, mind shift, I would assume. Yeah, kind of like uh, my first student, Jason. Um, how it just really didn't stick to her. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I tried like teaching she... her. I mean, right. I, you know, I would think that you you it could be learned. I think it's to me, and I hope this isn't you know an insult, but to me, that's where I see it kind of in parallel with with witchcraft. You know, and we've talked about this before, you guys, how, you know, um, you, you, you're born with it. Um, there are those that are born with the abilities that are, that are born mm -hmm. witches. Um, it can be learned, but it's never quite the same. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's yeah. like, I, I, I always think back on this guy that I knew um, in college. So, um, he was um he actually started as like a like a computer whatever but he got into um playing percussion and he was really really good at it in fact he went on and and started doing it um professionally but the thing is when he played next to this other guy who was just a natural born talent you could never you could never um say that they sounded the same you could right. feel yeah. the difference between a learned and a natural. Yes, mm -hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but like um, when it comes to to like turning somebody, it's like 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 how um they think it's like you have to do like that whole blood exchange, and then like you have to sleep with them in a grave. For 24 hours co coddling them and <laughs> yeah spooning with them <laughs> yeah that's, like, um the only true thing about that is um you have to exchange blood or feed each other blood for three days or three nights you don't have to sleep with them <laughs> but uh i guess that's how but that yeah, would kind of get, is. right, like that would kind of give them like a bit, bit, bit of an awakening to 
that that energy or to that that world mm-hmm. but but even then like it's still like not not exactly the the same as a natural born right exactly and kind of like prob- um go ahead <laughs> and vampires are not immortal or undead <laughs> <laughs> You still have a beating heart. Oh, we could die. <laughs> like anybody else, we could die. Get shot. Um, that's that's another thing too. The stakes. It's it's just like folklore. It's, right? Stakes of the heart will kill anything. <laughs> anything and anyone. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That's exactly. so funny you say that, Jason, because I little 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 girl i remember like one of the first times that i'd seen like a vampire movie and i'm like how do you know that it's not a real person you just literally drove a stake to the person's heart even as a kid i knew like i would die if you did that to me how how is that magical and supernatural but okay right like i guess i guess it'd be like in buffy where they turn to dust no. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or turn into ash. Yeah. Or just like bubble and explode. Oh yeah, like what? Like in like oh, in true yeah. blood. Yeah, like in true blood. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a thing either. Oh, but when yeah. I first seen that show, <laughs> I thought it was oh. funny. But I mean, some of the stuff they have in there was kind of accurate. Oh, um, that's my favorite show too. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. I love it. <laughs> um, so let's example, pull that. Like, yeah, go ahead. Like with, um, let's see, they used uh, real symbols. Oh, okay. I forgot what they called it—the the American Vampire Society or whatever. Yes. That movie. <laughs> The necklaces that they had were actual vampiric symbols. Oh, like the 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 ankh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like how an ankh. Kind kind of like how the pentagram is for 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 w- witches, the, mm-hmm. the ankh with with vampirism, and it's <laughs> it's be, be, because it means life. Yeah. Yes. It means yeah. life and death and. That's what vampires are. We walk between the two. Mm-hmm. So we're on both sides. Yeah. Hestia had another thing comment. She said, and movies act like being a vampire requires many orgies. <laughs> oh, that's another thing uh, too yeah. that, we, that we were going to bring up with the um, how like some people think like vampirism is like a sexual thing, like a BDSM type of thing. And they'll have like vampir- vampiric themed sex clubs. In places, yeah. <laughs> or, or they would hire Matt, a. Matt's like, "What's wrong with that?" Your <laughs> 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 <Andrew Point? laughs> it, It's not really a vampire thing. I think it's just in our nature for everybody. You know, depends on what. Rocks your boat, <laughs> right? Pickles your pickle, or whatever. <laughs> I, I can I can see why why that's often linked. You know, it's it's our it's our carnal nature. You know, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that that even those who are quite conservative don't have those moments where they just want to 
just you get know they all have totally... weird kinks <laughs> right well, Animal, well then, like, animalistic yeah right because like blood can be a sexual thing too like did, didn't angelina jolie and billy bob thornton carry around vials of each other's blood yeah yes, they did uh-huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so um yeah that do you work that, with any like whole... um sorry go ahead oh I was just going to say, like, the whole, um, I guess you could say the romance thing. Anybody mm-hmm. could do that. Anybody could sweep somebody off their feet if they yeah. try, you know, yep. and say the right thing. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, one, well, one thing I always thought was kind of interesting in history was um, uh, some historical figures like Elizabeth Bathory, who, like, thought that bathing in blood would keep her young. I believe she was a vampire. She just I, had that bloodlust. She couldn't control it. I kind of do too. I have a feeling that like she she was like like an actual sanguine as well. Well, and that's a good point. You know, going back to the whole you know serial killer thing. You know, it's a it's um, that 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 bloodlust uh, and just unfortunately translating that into something generally negative right so that that would make a lot of sense yeah yeah yeah, exactly so do you work with any um spirits or entities i do actually um jason um helped me with some of that stuff um before I started getting into my spiritualism or vampirism, I was haunted by a demon. This went on for like, what, six months, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> and it was so bad to where, where I would wake up with scratches on my back or it would hold me down, growl at my like he, ear, laugh at me. Oh, he wasn't like a demon per se. It was just a malevolent entity. Inhuman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he, gotcha. well, he portrayed himself like that. And I got so used to it to the point to where I just started talking shit to him. You know, leave me, <laughs> leave me alone. You're not this, you're not that. And it would frustrate him to the point to where he would do more shit to me. <laughs> and I didn't know, you know, um, don't egg a spirit on or they will do something to you especially if they are negative. And I would do that constantly to him because I just got fed up with it. But then that's a vampire. And, and, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because I'm going on a little tangent here, but you know, um, you know, demons, at least uh, the Western demons are, are really more of a, a Christian concept. Um, mm-hmm actual de- demons demons you know are neither uh, Good yeah malevolent nor benevolent but to right. your point jason you know spirits human spirits you know those can be they mm-hmm. um they have not evolved and so to me it's like when i when i hear people being quote unquote attacked um 
it, it's exactly what he he just described that's that's to me is what it is it, it is a human spirit that is really angry and that is um portraying themselves as a demon because they know that that's what you know people Ex normally expect. exactly yeah. Look, we, we, we were just talking an about actual that. an actual demon yeah. a true demon daemon would be like i don't have time for you like, exactly i don't even know you, even know you like, exist exactly i have better things to do <laughs> i don't even care that you exist and the ones that that yeah like on the human spirits that come back as angry and they they want to hurt somebody um their subtle body will like morph into something monstrous when people will say like oh i taking pictures and it like it looks evil and and stuff like that well yeah. it's their subtle body it's because like that energy that they're trying to project it's negative so it'll warp that subtle body into looking something monstrous or negative and that's right. why i appreciate yeah. eastern demonology because they know they they get it right off the bat they're like exactly. their demons right. are human born right exactly yes yeah they're like it's not like it's not the inhuman entities that they're afraid of it's their uncle bob yeah <laughs> you pissed uncle mm. bob off and he's just fucking with you <laughs> who, who who was an who was an ass and continued to be an even greater ass when he died yes <laughs> Oh my goodness! Sorry, I didn't mean to go too much of a tangent there, but I just thought that was a, a <laughs> no, perfect no example. Yeah. yeah. What about any? Um, do you do you work with any uh, any um, deities? Yes. Um, what actually? Two of my deities are Egyptian: Sekhmet and Horus. Oh, okay. Uh, Gilgamesh, uh, Babylonian demigod. In his story, um, he was searching for immortality. Well, he ran into a vampire, Lilith, he ran into. And she was teaching him the way of the vampire, showing him, uh, trying to explain to him that immortality is life after death. Um, that's how we see our second life. This is I just gotcha. our first life. So I, I'm glad you brought up Lilith. Um, Lilith is, uh, I think that um, Lilith portrayed as a, a, the a demon, a vampire, I think um, is probably more true to her true origins than the. Mm -hmm ridiculous story that christianity imparted on her hebrew mm -hmm. the hebrew text yeah. right because lilith is supposed to yeah. most most of the most of the literature points to lilith um really being um created by uh he, not created but um reinterpreted by um by the hebrews from um, Sumerian texts, right, that described more of that type of being. So, sorry, yeah. that was just a yeah. throwing oh, that out no there. <laughs> and you're right. You're you're right. Um, she would always get a bad rap. Um, oh yeah. Either somebody would blame her for this, and to this day. 
um, <laughs> modern day movies and stuff like that, they portray her as a, a demon. Mm-hmm. That kind of like ticks me off because that's not how she is. Or like um, like in Sabrina, how, um, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, how she is portrayed as not only the first woman, but the first witch, mother of demons. And it's like, uh, it's good for entertainment value, I guess. But but... Succubus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They used to call her a succubus. And... <laughs> yeah. And she was but... even blamed. Uh, it, she was blamed. Um, what was it? Uh, she, they say that she talked Eve into eating the apple. And it wasn't her. That it is adorable. Because <laughs> she didn't, she didn't care anymore about all that. She just left that alone. Alone, you know. She wasn't even after she was kicked out of. Yeah, after she got right. kicked out of Eden, she figured. Well, that, but again, <laughs> that whole being kicked out of Eden—that's a whole. That's a that's a Christian, Jewish concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um and and yeah, so they they took but you know that they did that with with so many deities. They took a number of deities from older religions and other, you know, pagan religions and and um and re redefined them yeah. as yeah. as demons. Like like Hikate was like the one who brought, right. Oh like Hikate like like well, reason one of the Judeo-Christian mythos about her was that she brought snakes upon Ireland and it was Saint whoever that chased him out. Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hestia has another question. Where can they just come back on? <laughs> right. <laughs> so she goes, I have another question. So she can spot a natural born witch immediately. It's something about their energy. I can just see it in their faces. Seeing you and you don't even have to see them. Like you can you can, you can sense feel it, it even. Yeah. So yeah. social media, you know. Yeah. So she said, So do you find that that you can spot a natural born vampire in passing? Oh yeah, for sure. And same thing with witches. I could tell a witch between a vampire or some other supernatural. And I think all supernaturals have that gift where they just know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody walking down the street. Oh yeah. He's a vampire or she's a vampire or he's a witch. Yeah. Right. Like that. And we do, um, it's like utilizing the term supernatural too, because like we do see like ourselves as a more evolved species of human. So <laughs> that's so like I, I use the term supernatural as well. <laughs> Hestia said she'd come back on if she could get this cough to shut the fuck up, but she can't stop choking. So we'll oh. take a moment. We'll just take a moment to um, to let everybody know Hestia is not on. Um, she hasn't been feeling well, um, as you can see. You know she has joined us um, on the side is. Uh, participating in the comments but um but that's why she is not here so we're glad that she could you know at least join us in the comments because this is our season finale and so um, yes she's had a bad week so but she is here with us in the comments 
in spirit. <laughs> yeah, in spirit. And of course, she always has a lot End of in the comments. <laughs> and I hope you feel better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it's true. Like, you know, that was a good question because, like, we can all tell, you know, who who belongs and who doesn't belong. So that was right. a good question to see if you could tell. What is uh, your your take on like some of the the different mythos of the vampire? Like uh, um like like in Slavic folklore, the Upir is um they believe that somebody who kills himself will come back as a vampire. Um, what I noticed, and uh, I I really started noticing this. Um, some vampires they would try to commit suicide, something like that, you know, and somehow well like anything if you have a near-death experience you experience something supernatural you see spirits or whatever in your deathbed or you were that close to death to where you started seeing stuff uh, beyond the veil like um yeah like that one dude um who, who Matt, Matt and I were, talk, were talking with uh, Charlie, he said that he had a near-death experience. He was in the hospital. He saw people like above him and he saw, saw this one, one guy like waving him up, like, come on. And he was like, no. <laughs> and, and, and like his, his heart didn't stop or anything, but he was like still in that in-between. So what, another iteration of the vampire I always find interesting is one that's from the Philippines actually about like those those women oh, with the, the bat wings the, like, the aswang the ones who could detach they, they can detach their torso from their legs and they're flying around with their guts hanging out yeah. the aswang oh, yeah those freak me out <laughs> those freak me out but the, like the, as, the aswang oh. are um are very interesting creatures because they actually um are human during the daytime. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> they they they're human during the daytime, and they actually um, interact with humans. You'll sometimes find them as the local healer oh. of the yeah. And you know what's interesting too is that um, you're going back to Lilith. What, what they're purported to do is they like to feed on the blood of the unborn, of the fetus in, in, um, in, while still in the womb. And that was the original um, Lilatu from the, from the um, Sumerian um, writings mm. is that um, Lilatu actually was not one um, person it was actually a a set of spirits that um would feed on 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 babies so see the slavic story reminds me of the story one of my great grandmas told me about how vampires became a thing because of judas and the whole suicide thing because jewish you know judas killed himself at sundown and all that crap and that's where the oh. whole silver thing comes from, too. How oh. did that? But how did that go? And how did that translate to vampirism? Um, because, like, because, yeah, like, it was his punishment. 
he sold his soul. Yeah. Oh, to, I see. I see. Yeah, he sold his soul for what seven pieces of silver or something like that, and he killed 30. him. Yeah, thirty pieces of silver, and he hung himself on that tree literally at sundown to see his last sunset. So my, that's how my great grandma used to oh, tell me. Oh, okay, gotcha. Hence vampirism. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. his punishment was to walk the earth in darkness and stuff like that forever and shit. So that was one of the stories. That's interesting. I yeah. I don't even know where it came from. Like, I don't know the origins and I've never looked it up. It's just something my great grandma used to tell me. It's, that kind of reminds me of the mythos of Cain, though. How, like, when when Cain killed Abel, he was cursed by, by God to, like, walk the earth in darkness, feeding on the blood of the living. Right. Yep. There's a, there's a lot that's of... Another... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. That's another thing. Um, well, shoot. Uh, before before Christianity and all that, uh, vampires, just like witches, were called um, the wild ones. Vampires yeah. were called the wanderers or the wanderers of the night. Yeah, that's true. So that's, yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Hestia has another question. She's <laughs> she goes another question. She goes, do you feel like trying to educate people who are ignorant of real vampirism, or do you just chalk it up to as a lost cause and save your energy? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do that, but if they're if they're true vampires, if they're awakened or if they embrace themselves, I then think I would love to teach them. I really or, would. Or like, it, or like it would depend on the person too, too. Because mm-hmm. like, like I, I, the, the same can be said about like like witchcraft too. Where, where where it's like, like like that one bitch I was at the party with who I was trying to explain about witchcraft, and she was like, "No, you mean you're a wizard? Where's your wand?" And it's just like, okay, obviously you're not going to get it. <laughs> so, bye. <laughs> Where's your Where's your cape, Matt? Where's your cape? (laughs) I forgot it. Your cape and your cane and all that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm washing my cape right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Let's see. Got Hestia and Charisma chatting up. Let's see. Apparently, Hestia's afraid of the Oswang too because they're freaky. <laughs> and Whatever. charisma said, shame. "Yeah, their, their feet are backwards, <laughs> right?" And charisma said, "Shame, werewolf isn't a thing since it's a full moon." <laughs> <laughs> lycanthropy, <laughs> uh, like I, I was found lycanthropy to be very, very interesting. Oh, there is another. There is another myth: the whole uh, lichens versus uh, vampires. The vampires. <laughs> Underworld. It's a very, okay, right. I can't say shit. My kid's named after my, my son. Oldest is named after two characters in that movie. <laughs> so, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on on that? Um, I mean, honestly, uh, there are a lot of similarities to were beasts and vampires. Um, well vampires have the blood of the wolf also not just uh, the blood of a dragon 
So um, I think it, it's just like um, personality clash. Mm. We're always trying to one up each other. You know, I mean, honestly, so, I think werewolves are like, a lot weaker than vampires. <laughs> yes, because Hestia's <laughs> comment was, "You beefing with werewolves now, Matt?" Clyde, if you're listening to this, down boy. <laughs> well, um, oh, go ahead. The teeth not pointy. Uh, that's another thing. I mean. Oh yeah. I, I guess it just went into the whole whole um Bram Stroke or Dracula, you know. You have to have fangs if you're a vampire. Or this I thought that came I thought that came from like the vampire bat, where like they would like like lick and like they had like that sandpaper tongue to like soften up the, the skin and then like they then they would bite down. But then with um, that that medical condition, the like medical vampirism too, it's um, their their gum lines re- recede, recede so much yeah. that it looks like they have fangs. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, see, and that's how that's a lot. What I know is the medical aspect that you know people with anemia and blood disorders, where they did have an issue with sunlight because they were so sick, and they had to have doctors come in the middle of the night to give them blood and stuff so that's where like medically in my head a lot of the myths came from was misdiagnosed and misunderstood medical issues yeah. right right with yeah. that that that, like, that could even be translated back into witchcraft too like somebody has epilepsy oh it's witchcraft yep. <laughs> you're cursed yeah uh, <laughs> yeah um Kind of like in the 1800s, how they blame, uh, or they got tuberculosis uh, confused with vampires, and after Which the person is would die, so weird. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it, it has like, absolutely like, like nothing the, to do. Like a Mercy Brown, the story of Mercy want, Brown. I want to. I, I want to. I, I I never really understood that. Like how. How did they think it was related? I mean, I understand that they didn't realize, you know, the um, the the medical aspects of it. But what in the symptomatology of tuberculosis looks like vampirism? I don't know. They cough a lot. Okay. They sweat at night. Do they cough up blood? Is that it? Um, well, cough, coughing up blood. Later stages, uh, I believe. Yeah, t- later stages, but I mean, the blood's coming out. I thought vampires bled in. Yeah. So it might have had to do something <laughs> with the skin coloring because, you know, people with tuberculosis, their skin became pale and grayish and stuff. I guess. Mm. I just think it's a leap. <laughs> I, I don't know what they were smoking back then, but that's like, I, I don't, I, I just know. don't see the link. They're hitting the opi- opium dance yeah. too hard. Oh, yeah. What's the opium <laughs> dance? <laughs> With their long ass <laughs> crack pipes they would hold over the oil. And... <laughs> <laughs> They'd be smoking there. So I think I got bit by a vampire. <laughs> For now on, that's it. If anybody coughs, I'm going to be like, vampire. <laughs> you're a vampire or tuberculosis one or the vampire. other will get tested <laughs> uh, 
one one story that that I think was always interesting, which is actually kind of recent, was the Highgate Vampire in London, where um, there was this the cemetery was a Highgate cemetery, and everybody thought that there was a vampire in there, like like to the point to where people would not walk past there. And then I guess um, there were these two schoolgirls who were walking past there at night, and they got attacked by by some kind of animal and one of them was or so they say was drained almost completely of blood so like people in that center of london freaking stormed that cemetery with with like molotov cocktails and torches and pitchforks and they completely destroyed that cemetery trying to smoke out the vampire like (laughs) like in this like this was like the 1970s (laughs) I don't love it. That's just crazy. 1970s, and we still having to deal with that. Right. But <laughs> so once I say it, say it again. The more things change, the more things stay the same. <laughs> right. Yep. I mean, I mean, I'm sure now with everything going on, probably vampires are going to be on the list of people, along with us witches. Of you know, let's go burn their stuff now. Yep. The next satanic panic. Yep, we there. Yep. <laughs> so that's so fun. <clears throat> oh, Bella got a ch- Bella's got a phone call. Uh, looks like. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, I had a question. What, like, what was the moment you realized like this was, this was who you were, and like you needed to pursue it. Um, funny story. Uh, I, me and a couple of my friends were doing DMT and I got this crazy trip. Um, one of my deities came to me and started talking to me about vampirism and I was like, probably like a month in, into being mentored by my mentor so I really didn't get the whole vampire thing yet or the like, controlling my energies but once I seen this it just made a lot of sense you know um, the way he he talked to me and, and told me this is what you are embrace it well there you go and in deep DMT, I think like like that could be really good for, for like those. Well, that's like those one of those mind altering substances for that spiritual awakening. Because like DMT, it's like one of it's a natural chemical in the brain that's released when you're born, when you die, and when you dream. Yeah, I could see that. It's like ten times more more potent than um, peyote. Like how Native Americans use peyote to go to the spirit world and find themselves. Sorry, I had to, I got a call from a kid. So sorry about that. It's all good. Miss uh, Hestia has joined us. What? Really? (laughs) Yes, so she should be here. Okay. (laughs) See, she's like, she she texts me. It's great. She was coming. Oh, cool. Is she is she in traffic? Where is she? <laughs> right. <laughs> so there we go. 
She got lots of questions. Lots of questions. Clearly. <laughs> right? It's the Hestia show. Let's just put the chat on camera. There we go. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, Hestia. Is she here yet? Hi. Oh, there she is. She's a vampire. Hello. As I come hacking in. She's coughing. <laughs> She's a vampire. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm one of you. Either that or, or uh, go get a TV test. Yeah, right. Um, okay. So, hi, everybody. I'm here now. Hey. Hi. Hi, here now. Nice to meet you, Matthew. Nice to meet you, too. Don't mean to like disrupt. I'm in here now. Okay, so where are we at? Did you did you get my last question? Did you get my last question in, Brandy? No, you you literally text me as I was getting ready to talk. Say it. So yeah, hit for I got it. okay. So I had another question. I wanted to talk about the sources of blood, and my question was, does the source heavily influence both how you ingest it, the energy you get from it, what you can do with it. And do the differences only differentiate between like species like human versus animal or does the individual both like personality and mood affect it when you're like what like talk about the sources of the blood. Um yeah, with the the energy thing, it's like a huge energy you know um and you could get or use it for different things um like for example i could smell it somebody's blood and i could tell if they have a disease or if they're sick and what kind of disease or i could feel their heartbeat and know if they're lying or not so has um, that happened where you've 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 smelled something and you were able to detect something? Yeah. Can you tell us um, about it? Is that okay? It yeah. Um you don't have to say the name. For example, like for example, like um somebody with um hepatitis or something like that, it has a really distinct smell, a stink to it. Like with any other uh, disease, it, it's a trip. Um, Did you say that my blood smelled like henbane? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's another thing too. You could tell if somebody's healthy or not. You know, you could smell an unhealthy person. It's kind of hard to describe the smell. Well, it's it's a trip. <laughs> It's actually, like a... I actually believe that fully. I was reading an article, shit, within the last couple of weeks where this lady, uh, she noticed that her husband started smelling different and come to find out there, I don't remember what the medical condition was, but come to find out it was a medical condition and, could, and she could smell it. Mm -hmm. And nobody believed her. Like nobody believed her. The doctors were like, that's not possible. You can't smell that. But they have cancer sniffing dogs. So what do you yep. mean? Yeah. Right. Cats. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and there are actually um, a few medical diseases that do actually give off a scent, not necessarily in the blood, but like, you know, to your, to your example there. Yeah, your sweat. So it, it is not at all, it's not 
far from you know um for it to be real that that you're actually you you're just acutely sensitive to that so that that is really awesome and i i think what uh castillo was asking too now is like um how like what is the difference between like a bloody steak or like having a donor like like cutting their hand to to feed you if you were to, to do that. I know like you don't usually do that, but <laughs> like, like how would right. that, um, how would like, like what's, what, what's the difference between that? Um, human blood, like feeding off of somebody, it, I guess it's a lot stronger, more potent, especially with witches. Um, <laughs> uh, he wants With some witches, witch blood. <laughs> <laughs> they used to say um, that witch's blood is poisonous to, to vampires. They could get sick, which is, I guess it's true in some ways. It, it gives it gives me a upset stomach when I tried um, Jason's blood. But then Jason Strong, you know, he's he's a powerful witch. So maybe that's why I got that effect. Because my ex-girlfriend, she was one of Jason's uh, mentees. And I would always feed off of her, but nothing. Do you think that maybe I, that was more so because you guys had a different personal connection? Ooh, that's a good point. It could be, huh? It could, could, could be the energy. Because <laughs> I've just noticed that like certain times, like I've done workings with all three of these people. And I've noticed that depending on the type of working I have going on and the energy that I'm working with, it'll depend on who I pull on stronger. Like, because I have a different energy connection to Bella than I do Jason, than I do Brandy. So you know, if I'm right. doing something, I need Bella's energy, I'm going to focus on that. And it's going to feel different than if I were to try to focus that same energy, that same pull from, say, Brandy. Hmm. I never really yeah. thought about it that way. But yeah, that, huh, that makes a lot more sense. And then my, like that, that's what I was talking out. about though. Like, so, so does, so do you get anything from like animal blood at all? Or is it just kind of like, no, that's regular food. It doesn't do anything. Um, like with bloody steaks. Um, or even just at just animal blood. I guess period. it's not as strong. Okay. I, I guess it could be like, um, kind of like the potency of it. Like, um, I want to say alcohol or something like that, you know, uh, or gas, premium gas to regular unleaded gas. Like it'll Which run your car, but it might blow your, your engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a bloody then, steak is all... like Mike's hard lemonade and a human is like tequila. And a witch is like one yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or moonshine. You don't know what you're gonna get that moment. <laughs> oh, uh, Jason it, apparently is ever clear. <laughs> yes, I'm ever clear. <laughs> or absent. Or <laughs> uh, absent because I have that moonshine. that that woody taste. So, <laughs> that then, so then my 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 second part of that question was okay mm -hmm. if if you're getting um 
what do you, what do you like do you call it like a an offering like when you take somebody's blood or like do they offer it to you or like what is the exchange called i don't want to use the wrong terminology um i'd have to know them or have to be comfortable with them if i ask them so, so like a donor i mean okay okay i'll just yeah. call it a donation when you if you get a donation from like five people have you noticed that maybe their personality or their current mood would affect the energy you get from it? Yes, actually. And um, some of their memories also kind of like I, I got Ooh. into their mind, you know, that would make, that would make sense too. Cause like, you're kind of like, like feeling their life force energy. So it's like, like throughout their, yeah. their, like things that they've experienced throughout their lives that could have affected them because like i'm sure like somebody who has anxiety they probably have a lot more like cortisol in their blood than someone who doesn't it's a really good point Jason. and it could last for like a um oh what do you call it um well anyway yeah you're right um sometimes like for example if somebody has anxiety or if they're going through something hard at that time, I could feel it when I drink their blood, and it could last. Kind of like uh, cleansing yourself after after doing something, you know, or cleansing a house or something like that. Cleansing yourself right. from all the negative energy, right? Yeah, or like, like, or like if a witch is doing a malicious working, like we don't cleanse ourselves before. Like we want to keep right. ourselves like dirty, filthy. Yeah. It, it seems like it seems like a base overlap that I'm seeing as we have this conversation that I just joined, acting like I'm a just part of it. But anyways, um, sure. the overlap the overlap that I'm seeing, it's like medically, um, magically, and then vampirically, it just seems like blood is such a source of information anyway. It's what doctors use to find out what's wrong with you. And, and it, it really is just a source of information about what's going on with you, both mentally and physically. Um, right. And, and it, and it kind of seems like the use of that energy is very similar between magical workings and va vampirism as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like, like with me personally, like if I'm going to be using blood magic from, from a witchcraft <laughs> perspective, then, uh, uh, with me, like the type, the type of blood would, would make a difference. Like, like I use a lot of serpent's blood because it's a good binding agent because like the serpent coils. That's Does a that good point. Yeah. And see, um, like you guys were talking about so many things affect the composition of your blood, your diet, your genetic health, your mental health, um, just your regular everyday physical health. And, and so it's becoming more and more obvious to me how, how much that, that must be so what's the word convenient, like to just be able to be like, okay, not you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like just just sniff the air like okay, we're not going to mess with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um so you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, have you ever had something like that happen where you walk in and you're like I really need to like tell somebody like hey, you need to go to the doctor. Yeah, um 
I'd know. And how do you, and how do you handle that like, without like I was gonna say, how do you handle that without feeling like overstepping boundaries or or like maybe possibly offending somebody or even scaring them? Cause I'm not gonna lie, if I was in a grocery store and some random guy came up to me, sniffed me and was like, Hey, you should go get tested, I'm gonna be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, I probably freaked out too. <laughs> like, whoa, what is wrong? Why are you sniffing me? And why do I need to get tested? <laughs> um, it is kind of hard uh, not to tell somebody, you know, right. especially me as as who I am and what I am. Um, I tend to speak my mind a lot, so it's kind of hard coming over. Like, like we, we kind of face the same thing too, like as witches, like if we feel like something is going to happen to somebody and we tell them like, hey, like, like, don't cross the street at this time. And they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I think that, that, yeah. that that's just like, like hard of like having like, like the abilities we do, whether vampire or witches, like having information that we can't really re relate to, to a mundane without freaking them out. And see, that's exactly mm -hmm. why I asked is, um, I'm an O'Neuromancer, so sometimes I'll get a dream and I feel like I need to tell somebody, but I've done that in the past and it freaked them out or they wrote it off or they made me sound crazy. And so I stopped. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where after the fact, after something happened, I would go back and be like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you this. And I've had people be like, well, why didn't you tell? It, it's a very hard line to walk. It is. <laughs> That's the way I feel like when I... Um, when somebody asks who, what I am, what kind of supernatural I am or something like that, it's kind of hard talking or telling somebody, oh, yeah, I'm a vampire. Right. Because will like, laugh like, at you or they'll throw or out like, they'll do that thing or something or <laughs> where, where it's like, like, or like, like a, right. Or, or like, or they'll just th think like, like, ooh, how, like, how sexy or or something like that where it's yeah. like oh, you're not you know what? jason no jason that's a really good point i want to ask have you ever been fetishized because witches get fetishized too yeah people, people want to like bone the freaky bitch like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. so i'm just i'm just like i see it with witches all the time they like want to have like sex magic or they want to have sex with you because they know you do sex magic or, or so on and so forth like they fetishize it very and, and that's not new they've been doing that for as long as i can remember like it's in old books and everything like it which has been fetishized for a long time and i mean because it's, of, it's, it's halloween we're gonna see a lot of what sexy witches and sexy yeah, vampires right? slutty slutty bats and slutty <laughs> pumpkins and all that shit but but you know because there's already so much romance and sex tied into the lore of vampires like are people like hey you told me you're, you're a vampire so when's your next yeah. orgy are you good in bed <laughs> yeah, right. yeah i'm nice i gotta send, send you guys can you, can you, can you that, write my neck <laughs> right i gotta send you guys right. that one tip tiktok like what do you gotta do for halloween i'm gonna be a vampire but like sexy <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, so sexy. What are you gonna be? I'm gonna be a witch, but like a sexy witch. Oh, what are you gonna be? I'm gonna be a blood sucking demon, but like sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's so my funny when you show me that. Uh, <laughs> well, I always told Jason, 
since mundanes always uh, dress up like us. I told him we for one Halloween we should dress up like a normal he. I'm gonna be yeah. a stockbroker. What are you gonna be for Halloween? A CVS cashier. <laughs> yes. You're gonna be slow from what's it called? Oh, progressive. State Farm or something, yeah. Dave from State Farm. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like, have you have you been fetishized? Yeah, um, I've actually had that question pop too. Oh, you're a vampire. Are you good in bed? Like, wow. <laughs> wow, that's very blunt. All right. <laughs> right. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. What? What was? Uh, was the person cute? Um, yeah. Okay, then you know the answer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, it would have been a, you want to find out? <laughs> yeah, right? That would be a yes. Maybe. Glad you noticed. That would be a yes. <laughs> um, to go back to what, um, to go back to what Brandy was saying earlier, though, like, you really are super calming. Um, I've known these motherfuckers for years, and they've never gotten me to talk about anything sex related at all. So we're going to end this conversation. That's one way to end this, but I'm very done. <laughs> I was just curious, because I just, I see a lot of fetishizing around people that are in the occult, and it's, it, it's odd to right. me, because, no. It is odd, isn't it? It's yeah. very weird. It is. Well, no, actually, if it you is. think about it, it's not that weird because, you know, it's all about, like we were talking about earlier, you know, the taboo, yes. the whole carnal, like, especially people who oh, yeah. aren't as open about it naturally. So you know, it's like. Hold on. Charisma has a point. She said you'd have to do a normal person, but sexy. I'm going to be a sexy <laughs> CVS worker. I'm a sexy cashier. Yes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but sexy. You gotta add that part to it. Yeah, but like sexy. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Hold on. So we What's could that? be a. We could be a. Okay. Um, we could be the bus driver right. from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> See, see. Like we're doing something witchy. I'm the bus driver from Hocus Pocus, yeah. or the mayor from the new one. Right. <laughs> that's oh my god! Yes, I, that's it. That's it right there. I'm gonna be a sexy mayor for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that is actually the scariest Halloween costume I've ever heard of. <laughs> mm. Well, but you know what? In defense of whoever i mean they do sexualize other things too i mean come on there's yeah. the sexy librarian librarian the yeah. sexy nurse yeah the, so. the sexy teacher the sexy cop yeah exactly oh, sexy cosplay <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. like yeah. like like in mean girls in girl worlds halloween is where you it's a it's a one night of the year where girls could dress like adults so like no one could say anything hardcore girls just lingerie in some form of animal ears yeah <laughs> what are you i'm a mouse duh but a sexy mouse sexy. <laughs> oh my god 
Sure, <laughs> Why are you so dressed as a <laughs> I'm going to bow out. I am rapidly running out of energy. It was very nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm going to well, meet and, you too. Do we actually, do we, do we have anything else that we, that uh, we want to talk about? No, I think we covered all of the misconceptions that we could think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, is there See? anything else that you'd like the audience to know about vampirism? Um, well, if they have any questions, they um, they could get a hold of uh, Jason, and Jason could give them my information. Even you guys, if you guys yep. want my, uh, if you want to share your information, you can share it, and we can, yeah, uh, and we'll we'll put in the in the description. Yeah, sure. Um, they could call me at seven two zero six four two zero six 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 or. <laughs> My nice. email that I don't know that I'm looking at. <laughs> that is okay. I'm sorry. I'll I'll give a little backstory to that for anybody who doesn't know. Somebody a while back said something about us being devil worshippers. So ever since then, any time I can sneak in the numbers six 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 into an episode, I'm on it. So see. But yeah, and do you so, have an do you have an email or um or a website or anything like that that you want to get? Yeah, uh, um, I don't know my email, but I'm looking at. Well, we can, it's fine. You know what? We can just we'll get it from you I after we're it. done and link it. Oh down yeah, below. oh yeah, yeah. Miss we'll, we'll, sure we'll make sure we'll make sure everybody can get a hold of you. Um, before we go, I do want to remind everybody that um. This is our season finale, so we will be off for a month, but we will have a special Halloween episode for you October 31st. It, it will be pre-recorded, um, and it will be on Paranormal Investigations and because it's October. And we for that, too. Yep. Yes, we <laughs> sure do. But, okay. Thank you guys for having me on. And thank thank you, you so much you. for joining us. For sure. <laughs> it was fun. All right, guys. Don't forget to watch our videos in between, especially while we're on break, because we're still going to be putting those out. Yeah. Yes. And so. also, real quick before we go, I want to say thank you. We finally hit our goal. Actually, we surpassed oh my God, our that's goal right. of a thousand followers or subscribers. <clears throat> yes. And, uh, awesome. and, and I think we, you guys actually helped us get over the hurdle of being able to monetize because I think our watch hours are even high enough. So thank you guys. Very, thank very, you. Yes. very, very. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And we will be doing a celebration for, for hitting um, a thousand subscribers. You'll be hearing about that shortly. So watch out for a short. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so, All right. Like, subscribe. Our books are on Amazon. We have a Patreon with stuff on it. Yes. And we will see you in a month with some stuff yep. in between. Yep. All righty. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Great. I closed the season out on me hacking up a lung. Fun. All right. Oh.